Hello, world, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I am your co-host, Jordan Palmer, joined, as always, by Mr. Charlie Bud. And today, we're here to recap a little bit of our reactions from the Oscars, which were held last Sunday. So, Bud, Oscars, reactions, uh, what you got? Well... Um, you know, I think for the most part, I wasn't too surprised. There were definitely surprises, though. Yeah, there were definitely yeah. surprises, uh, some surprises. But I mean, for the most part, I think my predictions were, you know, kind of on target. Um, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, the show itself, though. I mean, we could talk a little bit about the show itself. I think <laughs> I uh, it was. It. I don't know. Did it feel weird to you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, we're gonna uh, start with just following Regina King, you know, mm-hmm. into the actual, I guess, subway, like train station kind of deal. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, this is different. This is new. Intimate. Yeah. Felt like you were kind of getting a look into, like, a little inside kind of look that we don't no- normally get. Which I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do with it? But then uh, the night started and we went kind of into the first category, which was cool. But from there, it was just kind of uh, sometimes it felt like we were going into something organically. And then sometimes it was just a little bit of some bumps there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was weird for also not being in like the Dolby Theater. Yeah, Um, It was just like a really like a new setting um, that I mean, like obviously because of COVID. But uh, yeah, it was it was just kind of an odd show. And like for some like viewership for the Oscars this year was at an all time low. That's a, it, 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 it was really low. And, you know, I think part of that is uh, the big move away from cable. Um, yeah. You know, you can only really watch the Oscars on, like, some type of cable, like, program. I had to buy a free trial of YouTube TV. I canceled it pretty much right after the Oscars. So that's how I watched it because um, I don't have cable. And also, like, people didn't obviously go to the theaters these last year. So, like, everybody probably saw these movies and, like, what? I've never even heard of them. I mean, I was the same boat until the nominations came out. I was like, I haven't heard of, like, any of these, like, one or two of them. Um, I swear, like, my octopus teacher, which I think won for uh, best um, short for a documentary. Mm-hmm. Maybe, no, that, sorry, that was the feature. Yeah. Dude, I had never heard of that. And apparently. I know, uh, I never heard of it either. Yep, um, exactly. You know, and a and lot of, had, like, Netflix had a lot of stuff that was on there, and I I didn't even hear of it. Instead, <laughs> you know, they just advertised their, like, crappy, like, TV shows that I hear all the time. But maybe that exactly. says something more about, like, what I'm watching on Netflix than, like, anything else. But, I mean, if Netflix should really, like, you know, push, like, their award-winning stuff um, Definitely. onto, like, the front page. Maybe I understand maybe, like, those movies aren't necessarily for everybody, but, hey understand i also love how on netflix they have like the critically acclaimed like group and it's just like yeah. normal movie in theaters normal movie scene theaters our movie that maybe you've seen maybe you have we're gonna put it in there yeah. like, sneaky netflix sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, i don't um, know if you've seen it but we have this movie that exactly created. it's a critically acclaimed yeah movie. nominated for awards and stuff <laughs> oh, plenty um, um also for our listeners so we have a friend named laura who does not like movies like we like. And every year we have our predictions and we invite her to partake. And so we started doing this like what? Like four, uh, five years ago? Yeah, something like that. All right, perfect. And so we're, you know, just to be friendly, allow the, the person who's not really into it to just try to keep up. First year she beat us. She got more predictions uh, than we did. And this year I think she won again. And I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. She, it was, I think she maybe got like three wrong. I honestly, I don't know how. 
<laughs> Dude, I that's just so wild to me. Exactly. I, know, like, I, I mean, even like when I, I don't even know what she does. How does she do it? How does she do I it? Ask her, and she's like, oh, I just kind of like put shows on in the background, and they talk about who they think are gonna win, and I usually just go with those. I was like, okay, well, most sure. people just know what they're doing, huh? Yes, yeah, unbelievable. I didn't on that. Um, I also said, if we ever make a film, we need you to get her to put it down because whatever award it'll be put down. For. Yeah, obviously. Win. But so, then yep. she'll, but then she'll say like, but that's what you guys told me to do. It's not what the people, <laughs> exactly. say, like, you know, it's, it's like it's not part it. of her methodology or something. <laughs> <You> <laughs> not know? wrong, not wrong. Oh my goodness. Oh, so man. what about what about you, Palmer? What were your like surprises of the night? Did you have any surprises? Like. <laughs> I do have a surprise. Yeah. And so uh, I think like most of us, it came kind of at the end. After the shuffled order, so we can come back to that topic. But yeah. uh, in terms of just uh, – oh, yeah, my... the, uh, the order was so shuffled. I was so confused. Yeah. Like, you're the best picture play. normally the last award. Exactly. And it like wasn't. It was like the best actors and actress well, was. I was exactly. So I and then like, usually supporting at least I think actor goes first. It's like usually the first award. But yeah. it was uh, they went to like screenplays first. Yeah. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. did they? I thought – oh, yeah, I guess they did um yeah, yeah. promising young woman one and then adapt it went to the father mm-hmm. yeah man crazy 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 but no, so i um i had my two predictions i thought viola davis and chadwick boseman would both win and uh yeah it was, it was completely not what i had expected in fact mm-hmm. like um i i think you even said that uh Anthony Hopkins was kind of like the dark horse for the, you know, mm-hmm. best actor and like kind of the leading role, but like actress in the leading role, like I think I said Frances McDormand was a dark horse and like it was yeah, just kind of surprising did. to me that um that you know, the both the dark horses ended up winning. Definitely. Um I didn't really expect that. I really 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 thought that like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was going to just like take the actors uh, category. And that was like what everybody was saying going into the Oscars, you know, they, they won the golden globes. And uh, so you just figured like, Oh yeah, they're the front runners. Like how could they not win win this award? But that was like total sideball. Like both of the dark horses for the actor uh, noms kind of came in clutch, I guess. And you know, it's okay. Wasn't even there. He, didn't, he really didn't. <laughs> yeah, he really didn't care. You know, he was like, "Oh, he woke up the next morning. He's like, oh, I won an Oscar." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that must be nice, man. Oh um, man, but no, I remember it was weird because so I don't have cable as well. I went uh-huh. to my parents' home and I watched it. And so I remember it was just me and my dad downstairs at that point in time. Mom was like basically getting ready for bed because she she goes to bed pretty early. But um, we were watching it and they started announcing um this actress, and I swear I was like. Uh-oh, I feel something in the air, something different. And then they, they just ran through the list of nominees. I was like, uh-oh, I know it's about to change. Boom, Francis McDormand, boom. I was like, oh, man. I, and then you felt the whole whole night shift. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, yeah, I guess I was like towards the end of the night, but like, yeah, it was totally like a different tone, I guess. Like, I mm-hmm. thought like at that point, I was like, I felt pretty good about my predictions, but then like that yeah. was uh, completely kind of out of nowhere in a sense like not completely out of nowhere but it wasn't really what i don't think most people had expected um i'm curious you know because of you know what laura said uh 
It looks like she yeah, also she said uh, Viola Davis and Chadwick yeah. Boseman, and like, I don't think any one of us had guessed exactly um, Anthony Hopkins. So, yeah, I even see that your your parents all everyone guessed the same for the actors and actresses in leading roles. I mean, it's just like yeah. it was just so you know, everyone yeah. kind of totally thought that was going to be the play, and. Uh, um, oh, another thing I really wanted to talk about were the 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 supporting roles, mostly for like um, Daniel Kaluuya. And, yeah, you know, but I haven't seen the movie yet. But it does okay. not seem like he's a supporting actor in that movie. That's dude. I that was my biggest thing with uh, just Juice and the Black Messiah's nominations because I mean, essentially, you were like splitting the boat. It felt like he was definitely more in the you know the lead. And then he and Lakeith uh, Stanfield are like the headliners for the movie. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm confused. Like, I know they're yeah. both nominated for supporting actor. So who's the lead in the movie? The, the movie's the lead, Charlie. They just take. A step <laughs> <out of the laughs> movie. Yeah, like because you've seen it, right? Like, I'm just curious. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's who's the lead character? There. So it's weird. I, I would I would see it normally. I'd say Daniel Kaluuya, but like I guess just their approach. They tried to kind of give both airtime so you got to see the you know both sides the fred hampton and what he's doing with kind of the black power uh black panther party and then just kind of the judas and what he's doing with the fbi so i guess in some ways that's what inspired them to go for supporting but at the same time i definitely felt like that fred hampton kind of performance took the uh took the lead there and so i would put it into the uh, yeah yeah and like i'm just so curious if like what exactly are like the rules for actor and supporting actress like um because what like i feel like that kind of takes away from like actual supporting actors and actresses which is i've heard so everybody thought sound of metal paul was rossi was gonna win because in terms of just the classical like uh definition of a support he was a supporting actor yeah. And he he was my dark horse for that because he had an incredible performance there. But like, mm-hmm. definitely, it caught me off guard when they said both Lakeith and Daniel were nominated in that category. Yeah, and I've heard like Daniel's performance obviously was was very very good as a mm-hmm. Fred Hampton. So, um, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting that they yeah, decided definitely. to kind of like go in that direction of. Like like this weird blending of the rules of yeah, uh, yeah. supporting actor, um, but you know, glad he won. But it's just yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. bad for actual like supporting actors out there because I feel like <laughs> from now on, like you know, you're just kind of in the shadow of the lead because it's just like another yeah. way to extend the actor in a leading role. And sometimes, sometimes not always, but I think in this case you could maybe argue it. Um, I'll have to watch the movie and kind of determine it myself. But from what I've heard and what you're telling me is just that it was a little kind of blurring the lines there a little bit, but I would say so. I would say so. I'm curious though, something else, they didn't really show any of the like sequences or montages they usually do um, in terms of performances and whatnot. So Um, I know I was kind of sad because, uh, they did show it for like obviously the best picture, you know. They show a couple, mm-hmm. like the clips for that, but um, I always like when they do that. I don't know why, like, but yeah. it's, not, it's not even just like for the best actor and best like actress and supporting actor and supporting actress. They do it for like best adapted screenplay, best screenplay. Exactly. Like they always show like snippets of like what like what exactly is being like nominated, and you know they usually take like re- like you know 
really great scenes or great lines yeah. and it's it's always like fun yeah, to yeah. kind of reminisce or like kind of compare how it is i don't know even though it's like a really brief like five second clip but um it yeah, was odd true. that they didn't do that this year i don't really know what the limitation was for that because all it really was was the change in venue mm-hmm. and i don't exactly. know if that i mean they still did it for the best picture so yeah. i'm kind of confused <laughs> as to why they didn't do that were they pressed for time i don't know yeah. did they want to have I, I can't even remember like if they put more like fluff into it, honestly. Well, like, say, oh. yeah, they didn't even have like the singing performances either. Yeah, so they didn't have like, the singing performances. So um could have had that in yeah, there. Yeah, they do that every year and yeah. they didn't even have anyone host it. They just kind of like rapid fired through <laughs> all the awards. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't even think the Oscars has had a host in a couple of years now. Yeah, I think the last two since yeah. the whole part thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I mean, without a host, no singing performances, yeah. nothing like it. Just maybe that's why it felt really weird this year. I understand. And yeah, it, it just like kind of felt like we're not really back. I don't know. Like it's, no, 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 exactly. It's, it's just like asterisk. It just kind of felt like an asterisk to like a, <laughs> an extremely odd year where Hollywood just needed to keep doing its thing. I guess exactly. We're gonna recognize it's gonna be normal as normal as we can make it. Yeah. Oh, man, for sure. And also, like, just about sorry, just flashback to Montana. Like certain categories, like makeup and hair, and all like certain things, I just can't conceptualize. It's just a normal human being. So, like, when you throw that up there and show me what it's, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you why that person won or was yeah, especially for like some of the nominees. Like, I'm trying to, I'm gonna go look them up because I'm, I don't remember. Like, I feel like a lot of these, except for, I mean, there was like Mank and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for like makeup mm-hmm. and hairstyling, but the rest of them. I didn't really. I mean, I didn't hear. I mean, Pinocchio. I'm assuming. That's, yeah, I was dude, I was that's, is Disney released that? I don't even know if Disney did that or like <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy, yeah. And then Emma. I don't know what those movies. are. I literally was calling Emma for a bunch of these things because I didn't see it, but I was like, I imagine in my head that they probably got the you know wardrobe on on fire. Is, do you know what it's about? I don't even know what it's about. Is it the Jane Austen book, like made into a movie? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's something new. Because I know they have like a Les Miserables now that's out, but it's not like the musical Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I'll have to, I'll have to go back and research that one. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know what it was about, but... Um, <laughs> I guess it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, nominated. I guess so. I guess so. And, uh, well, one best animated. Was it Soul? It was Soul. Okay. And let's just talk about that for a second. Now, I love Mises Soul. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I <laughs> this is when I knew the night started taking a turn because I, my mom was telling me every time Laura got one right and I got one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody, you, Laura, my parents, everybody said soul, and I said onward because that was oh. the only movie I saw in theaters with you. Yeah, and well, I never like cried in a theater until that night. I was like, that made me. That was a really good movie, and like I was tearing up at the end with like the whole. Not to spoil it, even though it's been over a year, viewers exactly. and listeners. But like, the whole <laughs> end with like the dad and stuff that was that was yeah, really sad. Preach, preach, preach. Um, but uh, I haven't seen Soul. Um, what? I, you, I'm mad when people don't see things and they guess and they get it right. But okay, I just I mean I've heard very very good things and I and I really want to see it. Um, and I already saw that Disney put out like its next teaser for its next animated movie which is what's it gonna be uh oh gosh i'm already forgetting what the name of it is but 
Um, it looks like it's about like these two merman kids okay. who I don't know. They're like fish people. They like <laughs> they, they, they they but they go on land and they kind of blend in with like the locals Ooh. and like they turn human. But like when water sprays mm-hmm. on them, they like you know have a resemblance of their fish. So it's yeah, just kind of so. like it. It was like a teaser. So I don't really know what exactly what the story is, but. Um, <laughs> It's like these two kids. I don't know if they're brothers or not, and they're like trying to learn about the ways of humans. And oh, it wow. seems like a really touching story. But uh, it's cool, yeah. But that reminds me of Little Mermaid. I want to go where the people are. Yeah, no, it does kind of remind me of that. But it's like, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know, like like older times, I guess. It's not like oh, modern. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where it's supposed to take place, but uh, I forget what it's called. But I saw the teaser right. this past weekend but like disney always releases like two or three movies a year i think for um, animated movies i guess to yeah, like yeah. always like try to snag it like that oscar um, exactly because they did ray and the last dragon that was that was this that was this year right was it the end of last year into this year i'm pretty sure it was this year i mean and it's then, may it really got it's, yeah like it's may and then they already have another movie coming out, and I always feel like they always do a fall one too. But maybe they yeah, won't. They usually, and especially like around because you know, like Frozen crossed over with like the whole winter slash mm. Christmas season, so usually they'll try and get. And I think Soul did, or I think Soul did too. Yeah, because it's like, I want to say Christmas Day, like yeah. on you know, just Disney Plus, and like Onward was a spring movie, obviously because yeah. we saw it like right before COVID. <laughs> yeah. It's like the last weekend of freedom. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> oh, those precedents those, those days. I mean, we're getting back there, right? Yeah, exactly. We're getting mm-hmm. back. Um, and uh, yeah, but they didn't have like a summer movie, but like that's kind of to be expected in like COVID times, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they weren't <laughs> planning to drop anything during the summer, but then like Ray and the Last Dragon, and then I think this upcoming Disney movie is gonna be a summer summer flick. But, Got you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, it's interesting now with their like launch because they have so much. They have like you know Star Wars and Marvel. What they try to do is not cannibalize like opening weekend for one like mm-hmm. franchise. So they usually spread. I know that Black Widow I think is now actually going to drop on like Disney Plus. So yeah, think, like we got to pay for it. But mm-hmm. I know. I actually am curious what kind of is next for Star Wars and the Disney yeah. worlds because they finished the ray's storyline i think um got you right i'm pretty sure yeah yeah. Well, yeah i think they were talking about doing an obi-wan kind of like origin. oh yeah, yeah yeah and i think ewan mcgregor's yeah like, that's what i heard too paid for that like a reprise as a role which would be cool which would be cool i forget who else is like because i know the game of thrones D writers uh, uh yeah <laughs> those guys were on the, a Star Wars project and then I think fired or they left. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So glad that they ruined Game of Thrones for that. Uh, they're in yeah, talks to adapt something with Netflix, though. Okay. Dude, did you see that Netflix also purchased the rights for the next two Knives Out movies? Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be so fun. I, someone pitched online once to Ryan Johnson to have Daniel Craig to have like a weird accent, like a different weird accent every movie, just like to always be like, where is he from? <laughs> I definitely saw him like two months ago solving another case. He was totally sounding different. Dude. Yeah. 
throw money out. Dude, I forget that like, Keith Stanfield was in Knives Out. Yeah, dude, I forget that too. Yeah. Oh, man, that was, like, that was a pretty star-studded like, cat. Yeah, no, it really did. It really did. And, uh, Christopher yeah. Plummer. Christopher Plummer had, yeah. had the Armas. Um, yeah. Had a lot of, had a lot of stuff. And uh, Chris Evans and like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, Chris Captain Evans is randomly in that movie. Mister Captain America himself. America. Um, oh, gosh. but yeah, sorry, we got a little off topic of the. Gotta just pick yourself up, dust yeah. yourself off, and keep moving. But no, okay. So I guess back to <coughs> the Oscar talk. Mm-hmm. In terms of best picture, I know that you called Nomadland. Yeah. Uh, so were you were you happy? Kind of overall, I, what did, how did you feel? I guess. About the win, and then about the win in terms of the order of the actual show. Um, like it not being the last thing announced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was really weird. Like, I was like, wait, didn't who won Best Actor? Like, I was like trying to figure <laughs> out, like, wait, they just announced Best Picture. I'm really confused. Did I somehow miss Best Actor and Best Actress? Yeah, exactly. And um, it turns out, no, I didn't. I wasn't crazy. They still had more rewards to do for some reason. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really odd. Like, it just kind of made it unceremonious, I guess. Like, yeah. like you know, the, everything's kind of, like, building up to Best Actor. and Or exactly, Best Picture, exactly. sorry. And, like, instead it just ends up with Best Actor and Best Actress. Uh, it just, I don't know. It made me feel kind of, like, okay like at that point i didn't really care but then like kind of like i don't know the sideball like curve of like uh the best actor and best actress awards going to everyone's like i guess third or fourth pick i don't know Um, (laughs) it was just kind of wild but nomad land you know it was pretty expected i mean i definitely really really liked that movie um i i i thought you know i was what i picked i thought that was gonna win best picture um it was one of my favorites of the ones that were nominated that I'd seen. Uh, yeah. And I think the only other movie that I really would have thought had a really good chance was Minari. That's um, what I called. Just, I was like, just in case. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't too surprised, especially after like Chloe Zhao had uh, one best director. Yeah. And I think it won best adapted. Or was that a different? That was um, the father. That was the father. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know, like Nomad Land was just a really kind of like a minimalistic movie. And I really like that kind of style of filmmaking. So um, that was kind of what I was like pulling for uh, in uh, Best Picture. And uh, I think it's just an overall, I had a really like profound kind of like meaning to it. I mean, not that Minari didn't, but. Um, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So what, were, what was your reaction? I, well, I was going to say, you just reminded me of. Just to take a step back here, cinematography. Yeah. I totally, totally, totally thought I was like, "Oh, Nomadland's got that hands down," and it went to Mank, and I was like, "I know." I was like, so interesting because that was, you know, that wasn't really like a David Fincher style movie. And yeah, I don't even know if that cinematographer that he worked with on that movie is like the one he always works with. Got you, but I don't remember. But like, even still, like you know, it didn't have a lot of David Fincher's style holistic like you know uh in the movie um and to call i don't know best cinematography i don't know that one caught me by surprise too yeah i was like not really expecting i want to see what i said for best cinematography who did i think was going to win um 
Oh, I said Nomad Land. So oh. yeah, I thought that was gonna win. Yeah, I really thought that had like good cinematography. Yeah, too. I was it, like, like, oh, this is like this is the kind of thing the Academy loves right yeah. here, especially given how it was just raking in other things. I was like, oh, that's a that's a dub. Yeah, that's well, fun. the Academy also loves movies about themselves. So, that's or the Hollywood <laughs> likes movies about themselves. We got and, one. Yeah, got they had to, they had to give Mank something and best exactly. cinematography. They, it really did a great job of capturing that 1930s, 1940s yeah, Hollywood. Um, but yeah, that was a very odd. Like I just not what I expected. Not nope. what I expected. Nope. That's why we view to see what we know is going to probably win and what might be up in the air. Yeah. But yeah, to answer the question about what I thought, honestly, so I was holding out that Minari might, uh, might take it, but I get it. I mean, Nomadland. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that I kind of told me when I was watching it, that it was a good movie because I started it out and I was like, okay, here you go. You got this woman who's, you know, kind of an Amazon worker sometimes and she's going all around. And I didn't really like understand, but then I like looked up Especially at the end, it was just like she's walking away, and you, you feel something. You're like, "Man, when did when did that happen? When did I start hearing?" Mm-hmm. And so that's when I was like, "Okay, yeah. I see. It's got a shot. It's got a shot." So, I mean, congrats to Nomadland. Yeah. Definitely. Congrats good. to everyone involved there. You know, exactly. Good job. You know, excited to see what. Uh, especially like like Chloe Zhao, you know, looking at it, she did a lot in that movie. She produced yeah. it, directed it. I think exactly. she did the cinematography. She adapted the screenplay. Like oh, she did, she did so much for like that, you know, little uh, independent film. Uh, so you know, yeah. really excited to see kind of what she does next. Uh, mm-hmm. already it, made Eternals for Marvel. Like oh yeah, she, she is doing a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's always cool like, to see like small time directors like kind of pick up like uh into like the you know the marvel universe get that under their belts and then they can yeah. do other projects after that like yeah, i think yeah. taika waititi did that you know yeah, I think he did thor ragnarok yeah. yeah um even like ryan johnson i think was i mean he did like star wars he was like pegged by disney to do star wars people didn't like it you know <laughs> very very controversial <laughs> um <laughs> so silly but uh i heard that one of the characters in knives out was supposed to be kind of a embodiment of all <laughs> the uh the online response to star wars like the, <laughs> the, the eighth movie i forget what the subtext or the subtitle of it is but oh my gosh i thought that was hysterical it's the guy who's like always on his phone like the bathroom <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. yeah the one absolutely yeah. oh my gosh um i thought that was hysterical <laughs> like added that in uh but um oh, i lost my train of thought like i guess so did you do you see mank i guess as like a you know as like the best cinematographer like i don't know what, what are your thoughts on that did you i was i was in the nomad land camp dude i was yeah. like oh this is this is this this is us easy dub easy point and I, I mean, I think even Laura, even Laura, the, you know, soothsayer, like psychic, <laughs> that one wrong. But uh, yeah, no, I totally, yeah. it, it caught me off guard, but I thought about it and I was like, okay, movie about making a movie, you know, old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It makes, and they're going to win any kind of the major, 
one. So that would be the one. So you know, especially a movie about Citizen Kane, which is like a movie <laughs> yeah, that is like hailed as like some of the best cinematography. Um, even though it didn't win best cinematography. Yeah, exactly. It just um, won what best original uh, screenplay. Yeah, I think so. Best original yeah. screenplay. I had no mm-hmm. idea that there was all like that controversy about like who wrote the movie, which I Me thought is kind of like a cool like insight into like what the story that Mank tells. Exactly. Um, is that like you know you kind of associate that movie uh, fully with uh, Orson Welles, and like you just well, you just don't really think about Mankiewicz, I guess. Like, at this, all. The, yeah, the I guy who really, the guy who really wrote it, and like <laughs> the movie at least made it seem like Orson Welles had like absolutely nothing to do with it. Like, <laughs> like, like he like right. he had nothing to do with the writing of it, and like somehow. Is credited to be, yeah. He's like the credited. He's credited to write it, um, but like when I googled it, it apparently he had said he uh, Orson Welles had came up with kind of an idea for the script or something, okay. and then like Mank wrote it. But I don't know. I had to read about it a little bit more, but yeah, um, it was really interesting that like it's like that's the Citizen Kane is like fully like an Orson Welles like picture you know exactly exactly like that's i had had no idea orson welles was that young when he made that movie yeah dude what he was 24 yeah i I I know i didn't know he was like a wonder kid of his time i didn't know that i guess i didn't know a lot about orson welles like yeah i watched that movie truth be told i've never seen citizen kane Uh, yeah and like i mean yeah, he's apparently like a wonder kid, genius, the boy genius. I didn't know he was 24 when he directed, wrote, and acted in his own Citizen Kane. Um, so I did air quotes for those who are just listening on the on the wrote, wrote like the written part. Um, so yeah, we gotta explain that. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. No, I like I just kind of got reminded. Like, in like Family Guy, they have that one cutaway where it's like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon's like, "Okay, good, Will Hunting just finished it up," and then Ben Affleck's like, "Yo, do you mind putting my uh?" My name in? <laughs> <laughs> and no, I just totally thought of that. Like, movie as a whole. There's like, there's a lot of like jokes. I think even Jimmy Kimmel or something like made fun of like uh, how because you know how he has he used to have like a lot of beef with like Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like. <laughs> You oh, spoke man. and Matt Damon typed, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, one of the most underrated like beats in Hollywood, man. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel versus Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I don't know. I, I forget how it started. I think it, 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 it's, yeah. it's, it's really funny. It's like something where, like, and we, sorry, we ran out of time for Matt Damon. <laughs> Like, it, like he like said that as a joke or something i don't know and then like it just kind of like stuck on <laughs> exactly snowballed from there dude oh and i don't think goodness. he ever ever had matt damon on his show like <laughs> i think i'm pretty sure he just never had matt damon on his show oh my gosh i know like when he hosted i guess like three or four years ago and uh matt damon and ben affleck both came out to present together uh-huh. and all of a sudden like matt damon starts talking and like the orchestra just starts playing and underneath you just see jimmy like conducting oh my goodness 
<laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny so yeah funny. dude i like it when the oscars have a host like it's it just i don't know it's funny like the, yeah, com- yeah, the comedy yeah, yeah. is great like i feel oh, like without the host at the oscars it hasn't been like there hasn't been like these comedy bits or whatever definitely um, so i mean i don't know i kind of miss i kind of miss a host i hope they bring it back one day I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. So now we've we've established like the ground, and we'll talk through the uh, award winners. So who do you think is kind of now established to their celebrity? Is uh, somebody to watch out for in the future? Anybody coming to mind there? Um, you know, definitely Chloe Zhao. You know, because she has Eternals with Marvel, so you know she's yeah. going. She's being like, you know, she has Nomad Land, and then she's going to yeah. kind of be like. You know, depending on how Eternals is, I don't even know what it's about. I'm not a big Marvel person, yeah, so maybe yeah. she can provide some insight. But you know, that could propel her to like mainstream, yeah, and like fine. you know, she'll probably get more projects depending on how well Eternals is received. You know, I, I think regardless, though, you'll probably be seeing her name pop up more and more after she does her Marvel movie. Um, I mean, like you know, Taika Waititi. You know, I feel like his name definitely kind of. Got more on the map after he did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. He beforehand he always did kind of, you know, these small kind of very odd movies. He's kind of an odd filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's kind of an like, odd guy. Like Jojo Rabbit yeah. is definitely like an odd movie. Um, but <laughs> he's uh you know, he he's I think I actually just saw that he's like starring in something. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Wait, actually, I think he's the voice of Cor- I think he's the voice of Korg in Thor Ragnarok. And didn't he play Hitler in? Yeah, he played Jojo Hitler Rabbit? in Jojo Rabbit. Forces of income, man. I can't get mad at him. <laughs> no, he's he's a great actor. And like somebody just tweeted out uh, the other day. I honestly forget what it is, but they're like, you know, we're so happy to announce that Taika Waititi is playing some character. And like, and they were saying he's the only man who can. And I'm like, I kind of forget <laughs> that he's like an actor sometimes. You know, like, even though like I think of him as like a d- director first, but like he. He totally can act and does. He's kind of yeah. he's a funny guy. Um, wow. Wow. But yeah, I think, you know, Chloe Zhao is definitely one. Um, you know, it'd be nice to see uh, Lee Isaac Chung to kind of yeah. uh, do more. I, you know, I'm excited. You know, sometimes like some of these directors, you know, I don't really get to see what they do. And I, I don't know, like I, I try mm. to keep up with them. Like, um, but you know, some of them just like kind of disappear for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah, little hiatus. Yeah, yeah, like Barry Jenkins, like director of Moonlight. He did, yeah. he did a movie like. Uh, oh, it Beale Street could talk. Which one? If Beale Street could talk. Yeah, if Beale Street could talk. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And like you know, that was it. That was like that was his first movie he did since Moonlight, and he hasn't he hasn't yeah. he hasn't done anything. I'm curious what he's working on next. I actually think he saw that he was doing like a TV show um so yeah it's always interesting to see kind of where they like where some of these like new uh upcoming directors i don't i'm not even familiar exactly with like lee isaac chung or even chloe zhao's like history before um yeah. nomadland so um i could look into that you know see what they've done but uh definitely looking forward i'm definitely they're definitely on my radar now to kind of gotcha. see what they do next definitely. what about you what about you Paul? i was gonna say just one person i think i'm kind of He's been kind of all up, up in the coming, but just Riz Ahmed. I really enjoyed The Sound of Metal. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I think he's been up and coming for a bit. Definitely. Dev- yeah. And it feels like kind of he's established, like, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of range. And I just yeah. loved the uh, the context and the subject matter of that movie. Just interesting kind of contrast of, you know, hard metal and then, 
loss of hearing. And I think he pulled it really well. So I'm curious to see what he takes on next. Sometimes, you know, we have seen people who have been on just the rise and they've taken just like that movie. You're like, I don't know why. Yeah. Don't know why you went for that. But uh, (laughs) I hope he stays the uh, the path. I mean, like, because, I mean, he kind of, like, gained, uh, I think, a lot of, like, fame with The Night Of, that HBO special. Mm, yeah, that's right. Um, that was, like, when I first heard of him, at least. And then, uh, I don't really, I actually, I guess I haven't really seen him much in, I feel like I've definitely seen him in another something else since he then. Venom, too. Like, he was the villain, if I'm not mistaken. He was the villain? I think so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... You have uh, what was it? Oh, uh, and then yeah. So yeah, interesting to see what he does next. Um, same with like Emerald Fennell, you know, director of like. Yeah, I was thinking like promising young woman, dude. That was my favorite movie of the year. So uh, I'm definitely curious to see what she does. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I wasn't really. Yeah. Not like 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 her. I don't really know. You know her past. I don't really know what she's done mm. in the past. Like, I, was she an actress before? Mm-hmm, I don't actually. know. I don't know. Yeah. Do a little research. <laughs> I can come back to you with that one. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, too much about her, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely excited. You know, I mean, like there are uh, directors in the past. Like, I think like Damien Chazelle was yeah. somebody who did Whiplash and then immediately followed up with La La Land, and he was right. a very kind of like. He had a med- like a meteoric rise during that Definitely. period, but like, and then he did, uh, then he did First, First Man, Man yep. which was like pretty good. It was very different, like from his other movies, because he didn't write it, but you know, he yeah. he mostly stuck to like those musical jazz type yeah, exactly. movies. That's his, thing. That's his thing, and I think he's even doing another one. Which I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I really like. I thought First Man was like a pretty good movie. I think it was like a challenge for him because like yeah, it's yeah. clear that he's very t- he's like typecasted himself as like the guy who does movies about jazz music. <laughs> that jazz guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I mean, like, I mean, Whiplash and La La Land are both like phenomenal, absolutely movies. Um, and like First Man, I think is just like you know a solid movie, nothing like to write home about. I think worth yeah, watching, yeah. but nothing to yeah, write cool. home about. Um, but- but so yeah i'm interested to see what he does next uh you know uh, you know an old old indie film director that i really liked and evil new i definitely think is oh, gained you was about to write dune dude oh, yeah he's about to do dune i mean like he gained like a lot of fame with uh i guess arrival sicario yeah yeah um like prisoners was the first movie i saw by by him like gosh that's eight years ago at this point that movie came oh. out yeah dude time is like it's may bro time is flying by you're like <laughs> I'm flying by man i know oh, it's my. it's may it's getting warmer here days are getting longer it's exactly. uh it's nice you know it's definitely nice i, I like i'm looking forward to the warm months palmer i'm looking forward preach, to the warmer months. Preach. i just want a nice little summer action yeah it's nice. i haven't had ice cream in so long I'm like, I just want to buy an ice cream cone. It's super random, but bump it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, go to the Halo Pub in Princeton. Oh, dude! If anybody's like listening and lives around there, their vanilla Heath coffee mm-hmm. will bring tears. Princeton, New Jersey. That is. I don't actually know if there's other Princetons in the. I world. swear, I feel like there's like, like I'm not Princeton, Missouri, but I heard heard Princeton other places. You know, it's always surprising how many people don't know that Princeton University is in New Jersey. <laughs> Every time I like mention that to people, they're like, "Wait, that's where Princeton University is." I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. that's where it is. <laughs> right there, uh, that's pretty much there. What everybody calls in the armpit of America. <laughs> one of the it's a garden state, man. You got to rebrand. One of the one of the top universities in the world is there. Ah, <laughs> uh, the dirty jerseys, man. Yeah, the dirty jerseys. I guess people think about like the cast of Jersey Show when they think about like what's in New Jersey versus yeah. Princeton is a very stark contrast of how the Jersey Shore portrays New Jersey. Uh, that was like I remember watching that in like freshman year of high school, and I learned what a grenade was. I thought it was only a weapon, but I guess it's a, it's a kind of person. Too. Uh, it taught me so many lessons. Goodness, dude, goodness. Yeah, yeah man. crazy. Crazy. I'm crazy excited stuff. to see where this all kind of leads us, and uh, I'm excited for some, some new movies. Like you oh, said, yeah. Doom coming out now, I guess, at the end of the year. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. A uh, movie I'm definitely excited to see uh, is The Green Knight. The Green Knight? Yeah. it's uh, It stars Dev Patel. Um, what? It's like an A24 movie. Oh, hold on one second. Yeah, bring uh, it out. Is it, I'm guessing, then it's like uh, set in the current era? No, it's uh, it's about... It's about nope. Gwen. It's about Gwen and Green Knight or whatever. Freaking King Arthur. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? No Dude, you got. You should watch the trailer. It's like it seems like it's gonna be like a kind of like a psychological horror like mm. twist on the story. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's at least what the trailer gives off. It gives off like a very uh, like a thriller kind of vibe to it. And, got you yeah i'm here for that i'm here for that okay i'm definitely i'll definitely i hadn't heard of it so i'm gonna check it out yeah i feel like it was announced like i don't know i i saw that the trailer like was released this time like i guess in 20 i'm about to bring it up because i honestly forget when uh <laughs> it was released um oh gosh it's like hard to type with uh remember he was in like david copperfield i think last was the last thing I heard about old Dev, but glad to see. All right, Gawain. I like that. I like that choice. It was like, released a year ago, but I felt like the trailer I'm was sorry, released. It's already out? No, 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 no. The trailer. Oh, oh. <laughs> I felt like I saw the trailer for this movie. Like, it came, I guess it came out in February 2013, but I felt like I saw the trailer for this movie, like, three years ago but i guess not um <laughs> who knows it's COVID times the yeah. Complex but like yeah i guess it's like a medieval fantasy obviously Ooh. story because it's like arthur and the what's it like to the round table it's the round table <laughs> and uh and they but the trailer kind of gives off the kind of psychological thriller horror vibe to it yeah, like put let's put a little twist on it <laughs> and it, apparently it stars Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton. So I like Alicia Vikander too. Yeah, Alicia right. Vikander. I feel like she's doing more and more stuff these days. Yeah, um, dude. You're in a Ex Machina, Danish Girl. I know she won the Oscar for what was that movie she did with Fastbender? It's like the ocean between us or the distance between us or something like that. I didn't see that one, but I guess I heard. Oh, that I thing. don't know. I, I, yeah. I didn't know that she and Fastbender did a movie together. I think they're married, bro. That would make sense. <laughs> um, are they really? I feel like she's not that old. <laughs> hey, love don't know no age. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'll confirm that momentarily. She's 32 and Michael Fassbender is... 
Well, I guess I can also just look up to see if they're actually married. Yeah. Uh, she got partnerships. Um, yes, yeah, they house. are. They're married. 2017. Yeah. Good-looking couple. That is a good-looking couple. That oh, is a good-looking couple, but... Uh, is her? Is her? Yeah, no. So I, uh, I like her work as well. I like her work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I totally didn't realize that they were married. I feel like I did know that, but I just completely forgot. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They don't really like publicize it. Which I'm like, I don't mind. Hey. Yeah. Michael Fassbender. That's an actor I'd like to see in more yeah. stuff. High key. High key. Not that I didn't love him as like young Magneto, but like I'd love to see him. I forget that he's an <laughs> X-Men. Yeah, I, really, I honestly forget that. Um, I can't think of what the last non X Men slash Assassin's Creed thing he did was. Um, honestly, like he does a lot of those like Prometheus movies. Oh, I forgot about that. That was on like FX. I've and, never like, actually seen Alien it, but... and stuff. What happened with that trilogy? I don't or know, trilogy man. or series, I guess. Like, like off the rails. We were going, and then all of a sudden we didn't stop. Due to technical difficulties, we lost the last two minutes of our show, but we do hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What You Got podcast, hosted by Charlie Budd and Jordan Palmer. Be sure to follow or subscribe to wherever you are listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.